Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week, we're chatting about the brand new season of Love Island. Is All Stars any good? And we discuss Jada Wader's recent trip to London. Plus, we talk about the traitors. Little Nas X's new music video. And the Coachella lineup. <laughs> we didn't know who should start, so we were like, let's do it together. And that was just so unkind. <laughs> because, I mean, if you did not know, I mean, obviously, we, we've had episodes for the past three weeks. We wouldn't leave you thirsty. But this is the first time oh, yeah, being course. back together in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need to get into our, we have a three week debrief to get on to. Yeah. Uh, let me just get on mine out the way. Mine was boring. I've got nothing to update you on. Take me through your holiday. Oh, what? <laughs> I got, a- let's just, I want to hear about you. I literally, I had the same Christmas every year and also we're like we're in January now no you, everyone's over oh, we don't fair. need to do the whole how was your Christmas yeah. girl we're like come on fair enough <laughs> wait but, wait can we just talk about your New Year's though oh yeah okay <laughs> so I ho- I decided like three days before New Year's Eve that I was gonna host yeah and it was fine yeah it looked good yeah it was it was cute and I think I'm gonna do it every year now yeah touch wood I'll be in like a nicer place this year mm. and I'll have more time to prepare it and I feel like it could just be like a nice thing like a tradition Love every that. year that it's like New Year's at mine and it's like people can come for a bit for the whole thing if they're away they'll mm. always be next year like that kind of vibe. hosting is so much fun I yeah. love hosting um but yeah yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm excited okay. to hear about your trip Take me um, th- from start to end. <laughs> so I was in Ivory Coast first. It was amazing. It was so nice to see my family. I was only there for a week. Stayed with my dad. Um, and yeah, it was really nice. It's funny because me and my dad actually weren't getting along like before. Um, like, and I wasn't actually going to go to Ivory Coast. And then, yeah, I was just like, fuck it. Like, let's just go anyways. And yeah, it was fine. Like he, it's just, we have such a different relationship when we're out there. So it's really nice. Um, and Christmas was really good. Uh, well, to be fair, all my family came around like Christmas Eve. And then, yeah, I was like drinking the whole day. And then we went out with my cousin in the evening. And like, I've already music. It's just not my cup of tea. What is it? It's like, well, first of all, it's in French. So I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Um... And second, it's like, it's a bit like soca music, like right. carnival soca music. Right. Like it's That's what I clocked, it's that to- sort of beat, but it's in French and like, obviously an Ivorian version, but it's like that sort of like real fast beat. And like, you can't just, I don't want to stand the club yeah. like, listening to that, that music. Like, um, yeah. Uh, so, but anyways, um, and then on Christmas day, like, it's weird because when you're out there, Time is just like not even like a thing, anyways. Like Christmas isn't a massive thing there, so like right. it's not like you just feel like you're like. Anyways, I was hungover as fuck on Christmas Day, is what I was about to say, and like I was just literally vomiting the whole day, and it was horrible. So yeah. What did you mainly drink? I was mixing my drinks. Maybe that's why. I was listening to the Receipts podcast on the way here because they're now back, mm-hmm. which is Audrey and Holly. Um, 
I, I really shouldn't get into it, but you, it's a mess what happened with that. But anyway, okay. I know. Like the way that they, that, that's all been handled. I know. Ooh, girl. Anyway, um, but Tolly was saying she went to Lagos over Christmas and mm. she said that there they did a tequila shot and their chaser is champagne. And I was like, wait, why does that kind of sound mm. unreal? I was like, wait, that kind of. Like kind a gold, cold glass of champagne. Yeah. Because I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, chasing a shot with more yeah. alcohol. But then I was like, wait. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I was like, <laughs> and I've re- re- figured out recently, um, I'm really like, like I'm, I'm growing an expensive taste for alcohol, mm-hmm. which obviously just comes with age. But like I was at the pub the other day. And I just got like a house bottle of white and I was like, I actually can't, no, like not to sound like ridiculous, but I was like, I can't, like this is yeah. gross. And it reminds you of like the past days when you were younger <laughs> and like used to drink that cheap, like especially rosé. I am such a snob when it comes to rosé. It's got to be a crisp, dry mm. rosé. Otherwise, I'm getting thrown back to me being 14, drinking <laughs> fucking Blossom Hill or whatever that crap is called. Like it's horrible. Um, anyway, so you were hungover Christmas Day? Yeah, hungover Christmas Day. Anyways, um, and then I flew to Ghana from there. It literally takes 45 minutes on the plane. It was so good. Um, oh, I missed my flight. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever missed a flight in my life. Um, very exciting and all the rest. Um, anyways, went out the next day. And yeah, like, Dirty December was amazing. Um, it was so nice. Like, obviously, everyone speaks English there, so it was just, like, easier um, to, like, get around and stuff. I met some really amazing people and the partying was good. The only thing is, is, like, I feel like here it's a rule of, like, every DJ has to be very different sort of thing and, like, they won't repeat the right. music. But, like, they're, like, one DJ will be on, then the next DJ will come on and, like, it might be a different sort of music to begin with, but then they will just start repeating all the songs and it's like, please. Right. So, yeah, like, the song, you will hear the same song a lot out there and it kind of gets annoying. Um, but, yeah, everything starts late as fuck. I love that system of, like, things starting at, like, 2am. You go, you can have a good nap or whatever because you can day drink have right. a real good nap and then like get Go back on back it out. yeah 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 later on <clears throat> um but it's like it's so funny because like brunches out there start at like 5 p.m <laughs> 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 like everything is so late like we partied until the only night we stayed out like mad long um we stayed out until like 8 a.m um and yeah, but yeah, no, it was really, really good. What did you do on New Year's Eve? Um, New Year's Eve, we went to like a pool party. I kind of wanted to go. My friend invited me to like um, a house party, but and I really wanted to go, but my boyfriend was like, no. But anyways, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Won't resent you for that. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I have figured though, I would much prefer like a house party over like a club event. event yeah. Unless I'm with a massive group of my friends and then we've got like a table or something. Like, mm. it's just like, it's not intimate. Like, I don't know these fuckers around me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Not that I would know, sorry, not that I would know people at the house party, but like you can still have a chance to talk to them and get to yeah. them. But yeah, go on. Because I guess when you're like in an it's like, say you go with like three people mm. and then it's like Happy New Year to three people yeah. and then it's like you just move on to like a normal mm-hmm. night out. Right. It's um, just, yeah. So I think that's the last time I'm, or, or I would go to like a party and then the club after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. But I would definitely go back to Ghana again. Like, it was so, it was great. Um, Lived yeah, up the to people, the expectation. Yeah, the people were really nice. It was really safe. Um, Did you see anyone you knew there? Yeah, um, one of my friends, like, from, like, where I live, like, that I chill with, he was out there as well. So we spent loads of time with him. Um, yeah, some sort of couple of people that knew me from TikTok, which was cool as well. Oh, no. Um, but there was loads of London people out there. Yeah, like, We went to this one party and it was literally like being in South London. <laughs> <laughs> it was jokes. Um, but yeah. 
Fun. Fun. Woo. How's your 2024 going? 2024, well, it's weird because... Celebrating away, I just feel like it's still 2023. Right. Like nothing's like, it's wow, not like really New Year. Do you know what I mean? You're not in like a New Year, New Me. And I'm not mad stuff. about it because yeah. can I say it's been the smoothest start? No. Mm. So what about you? It's going good. I've so I I feel like last time we recorded, I was like not. I was like I we weren't. It wasn't at the stage of the year where you have your New Year's resolutions. But this mm. year, I've decided because usually on my New Year's resolutions, I do like um, I want to do. I want to be in this and work with this brand and be on that thing mm. and do that. And I've realized that I keep setting resolutions of things which aren't in my control. Mm. Like as much as like I can like put in the work to like do da 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 da. So this year I made all my resolutions just things that I can directly do myself. Personal work, like yeah. upload x amount of times a month on this, mm. upload x amount of times on this a week. Like and then the things like opportunities that will flow. should flow that way. So I've refigured it out like that. That this time, and I've set a co- I've set cultural because as we probably know if you listen to the podcast, my like taste level of media is not of the highest caliber. Like it's a lot of reality TV, oh, right. like like the same singers that every year. Trash like, TV sort of shit. Like yeah. I, and I've just I'm like I'm 25 this year. I'd like to be so I've set myself a task of watching 50 movies, whether that's like new releases which people are talking about or like film classics. Mm-hmm. Just oh, I'm a bit more like so that's one movie a week, you know. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I'm already three down. Okay. And we're two week, three, two and a half weeks in. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. And 12 books. Are we only two and a half weeks in? I thought we were yeah. like a month in. No. Yeah. And 12 books and I'm already one book down. Wow, that is really So good. I'm pretty on track for that. Yeah. So this what is, book did you read? I read a book called The Villa, oh. which is by Ruth Kelly. Um, it's a basically kind of like a spin on Love Island and it's like... It's it's basically about like a like they don't say Love Island, but just like replacing the trash TV for like trash books. No, because it was like um it was it was live stream twenty four seven and it's like a thriller murder kind of thing. Oh, cool. Um, I finished it thinking like it was like good, like I was like turning the page one to get to the end, but I was like a bit like eye rolling at some of the plot. Mm. But then I looked online and had really really good reviews, and I was like, Mm. oh, maybe my taste level is higher than the the critics. Yeah, no, because I find it hard with books because every book I've ever been suggested in my life, yeah. it's yeah. just never apart from, uh, to be fair I'm reading a book called Girls That Invest which is just like it's just really well written and it's mm. like gets the job done sort of thing because it's literally like just facts but written in a good way so yeah but I've never wait what's that called is that fiction or non-fiction because I always get um, confused I want to say fiction let me check because fiction is not true right I don't I think fiction's factual no, fiction's imaginary. See? Yeah, and that doesn't make sense to me because non-fiction should be not true. Yes, and fiction, fiction, fiction factual, factual. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck! Why do they do this to us? Seriously, <laughs> to me, I agree. No, fiction's real. Non-fiction is like make believe. Yeah, but it's the other way around. Mm. Um, have you got any news resolutions that you've set? No, not really. I'm just cruising. Um, I do kind of want to move out though. Mm. If that's a resolution or like a just goal. a goal, yeah, yeah. Um, I've decided. So that's what I'm currently looking at at the moment. To be fair, I'm only moving down the road in Peckham, though. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> it's literally like a five minute walk from my house or some on that as well. But um, yeah, anyway, and oh, sorry, I was going to say we watched Salt. But well, well, I, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we were going to say we we were like umming and ahhing about oh, do we speak about this? It's kind of done now, and like obviously we've not been recording, but. I saw your opinion and I have contrasting opinions so I wanted to discuss You did not think it was bad? No, I didn't think it was bad. Okay, okay, you say what you thought first because I I watched your story, so 
Oh, I thought that it was like impeccable. I thought that the way that it was filmed was so good. And then especially afterwards, like there's that posh Asian girl on TikTok. Have you seen her? And actually, yeah. Oh, she yeah. And she got a really nice enga- engagement, engagement ring. And, yeah. and her like engagement was something ridiculous. Like yeah. they went all around Europe and halfway through and then the friends flew out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She done like a breakdown and like she just break, broke it down like so well. But anyways, um, she was saying that like even like the way that it's filmed, it's like like I don't know how like the amount of screen yeah. that it takes up is like there like to make you feel uncomfortable do you know what I mean because it's not like you want it to be all filled out the whole screen if that makes sense but I just I don't know there was like little bits to do with that that I just thought were really good I love like British things and I mm. love like seeing how the other half live but like the weird other half not like the flashy right. other half yeah. like the fucking strange ones like them but yeah I just thought like when I thought the movie was done it just kept going. Right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, fuck, like, this is insane. Um, did you know, though, that, um, you know, the when he's fucking the grave? Yeah. It was you know, yeah. Improvised. It's improvised. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Coming from him, no, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. This, this is my review. I think it was a good film. I think there was a lot of plot holes or things which weren't explained full enough. Like, I'm sorry, the fact that Felix is Jacob Elordi's character. What was Barry Keoghan's character oh, called? I can't remember, but Barry's character. Was it Ollie? Maybe let's just call him Barry yeah. Car- Barry's character. Yeah. The fact that he uh, he lied from the jump of that he was poor and all this before he even knew really who Felix was and knew that he was even had the chance to go to his I don't know and the the whole relationship with him and him and that I don't like was it sexual repression was it that I feel like a lot more could have gone into that I don't know I think that his character could have been fleshed out well shot beautifully um, acting was really good ending was a bit rushed and a bit. Um, but it was overall a good film. Where my issue lies is, I don't know what, and I almost filmed a YouTube video about this, but then I didn't. I don't know what has like, like happened recently, but for some reason on TikTok, everyone now needs to have an extremely opinionated view on everything. Mm. I watched that film, ended it, and was like, it was a good film. I could see some of the twists coming. I couldn't see them all. Shot nice. Some things were not, but overall it was a pretty good film. Everyone on TikTok is either like, this is the most shocking, amazing thing, or they have to be like, anyone else think that this was the most boring? And I was just like, can't we just say this film's good? I was like, I've not seen a single person just gone like, yeah, it was pretty good. Really? I've just, everyone's either been like one end or the, or the other. And I'm just, and I've noticed that was like with Gypsy Rose Blanchard, like everyone has oh to have like, Oh my God, like, yeah. Everyone has to have nowadays like, one yeah, extreme like a real view. deep dive. Like yeah. my opinion on Gypsy Rose is like, well, just let yeah. her do what she wants to do. And like some people are like going on and on and on about her. Other people are like, leave her alone, leave her alone. I'm like, well, she's clearly interested in it. So just let her do what she wants mm. to do. And so like, I don't understand what's happened. I think it's because of TikTok and like the fact that everybody wants to go viral now. So they feel yeah. like they have to and have everyone, the most ridiculous view. Everyone wants an involvement in some sort yeah. of way. And everyone wants to have a voice, which is fair enough because I guess like that's what it's for. But it's like, or yeah. people need to be like different from the crowd and stuff. It's like, no, we can just say that this is like mm. good or let her live or like we don't need to have like some extreme opinionated. Um, but I thought it was good. I, I just feel like social media is like a hub for those people though if that makes sense like there's yeah. going to be those people in the world and that is like the and I definitely used to gonna... be that person as well <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've, I've figured out that recently um, I've matured because um, well actually do you know what I've got really big personal beef about the moment what? and this is going to sound this is like maybe going to slightly contradict what I've just said can we fucking stop doing 2024 trend prediction list from people who have no like who are just like re- like saying what's on their Pinterest board that's not a trend prediction oh my god no people trend predicting stuff that 
has already, is a trend. I saw this one girl. It's not girl. a prediction if you're looking at it already. <laughs> that said, leopard print is not a fucking... Who said three trends. One was... Um, Loafers and Mary Janes. Oh my First of all, God. people have been that's been like an extreme trend for over a year now. And if anything, we're going for the opposite way from that. Um, her next trend was layered jewelry. That's not a trend. And, it's jewelry. And, and the f- her final trend prediction was headwear. She said, "I think we'll see hats, scarves, headbands." I'm like, "You can't just say a general category <laughs> of clothing that people wear like every time of the year and just say that's a trend." I was just like, "You don't need to. You can title this video things I'm loving at the moment. Yeah, you don't need to like no, it say it's a trend. I mean, it does kind of tie in what I'm just saying. People think that they need to be like the highest of. Mm. I'm predicting this. Da, da, da. You can just say you like this. Mm. <laughs> we don't need to. It's just getting on my nerves. No, that's funny though. No, the leopard print one and like the red theme for me. I was like. Like, like things that people have been doing for months right. and months. So have you been sitting inside or what? <laughs> Love Island is back and this time for an all-star season. It's just started. And have you seen that um, the head head of Love Island, head of ITV, I don't know who the person is, has said that um, he wants to do an all-stars every winter. Really? Like it, he doesn't. This isn't going to be a one-off. Like he wants every year for there to be like an an all stars and no more love. <clears throat> no, Sorry, so it'll no be normal more. in summer, and the winter version will always be like old contestants coming back. Oh, okay. So instead of winter love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, strange choice, but anyway, yeah. What can you say that that is a good idea or a bad idea? Bad idea. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, I. Uh, okay, let me. Well, I'll get onto my opinions on all stars in a sec. But let me. Let's give the preface. If you haven't seen it, um. Yeah, I mean, it says what it is on the tin. An all-stars version of Love Island. You have people like Liberty and Jake and Kaz from that 2021 season and Toby. There's people from season one like Hannah and Lewis. There's people from the last season, Messy Mitch, Georgia Steele, Georgia Harrison, Chris Taylor. It's like B-list Islanders, mm. I would describe them as. Um, <laughs> well, I would. None of them are like, other than... So you know how Adam Collard and Katie McDermott came back for individual, yeah. like indi- I don't think a single person on that on this series would be would would be invited back to come in on their own. Mm. They're not mm, like they're not that. They're not Adam Collard, Katie mm. McDermott, and, and even Adam and Katie aren't really at the level of like Maura, Molly, Amber. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Wait, it, do you think Amber's up there? Gil. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I'd say she's in the top 10 most famous Love Islanders. Oh, famous, yeah. I guess if, so, if I was yeah. to name the top 10, I'd say Molly, Maura, Tommy, Chris, Kem, Olivia, Alex, like Chris, Chris oh, and Kem, yeah. Olivia and Alex Bowen, Olivia yeah. Atwood, mm. Amber Gill, maybe then like um, Ekansu or India is the 10th. I'll say Dummy and India. I'd say Ekansu maybe, I don't know, a, a, a different groups of people mm. would find, but they would, they would be like the 10th spot. Like I'd say like they're like, the people who are obviously never going to fucking come back. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so a lot of people have had complaints so far saying that it's extremely mean that they've put in exes. So obviously Jake mm. and Liberty are in and Callum and Molly have just been announced to come in. A lot of people also saying Callum and Molly. Oh, they were yeah. in that winter season that no one really watched. Oh yeah, she actually popped up on my thing today because she got like composite bonding. That's <laughs> Sorry. She popped up on my TikTok. She's a gorgeous girl. Mm. Stunning. Um, 
I'm like, I, I think this is absolutely ridiculous that people have a complaint about that. You are signing up to a show which is being cast of a pool that your ex in, your ex is in, and, and yeah. these people know that there is an extremely high likely chance that ex is going to turn up. This isn't like. Do people know how good TV fucking works? Right. This isn't like they've applied for like fucking like MasterChef and she's <laughs> randomly like it is a show about ex Love Islanders, and there's only a small amount of pool. Like you, you are going to have an assumption that oh my ex is most likely going to yeah, pop up yeah, on this, yeah. so if I don't want to see her, I should probably shouldn't do yeah. the show. Like we're babying these people too fucking much. Know, they know what they're signing up to. Um, but saying that Jake has already quit. Mm. Um, Did he say anything about that? Like all I saw was that he quit because, like, they put him together with Liberty. Yeah. Right? So the public voted. Obviously, that was going to always happen. Um, I think, he, and that's the thing as well. You have to. If my ex comes in, this is what's probably going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I think that I'm assuming the episode's not come out yet at the time of recording that he quits and he quits on tonight's episode. Uh, but I, from what I'm guessing is that he's kind of the butt of the joke because obviously he was like, like everyone kind of like, and no offense, laughed at their relationship on mm -hmm. their first season because it was so like one sided and stuff. And he's kind of come on like everyone's kind of like, I feel like he knows he's at like the butt of everyone's joke mm -hmm. and like what the bottom of the pecking like order. What are people like bantering him in there? Uh, I don't know if bantering's the right word, but people are kind of like, people keep bringing it up, being like, oh. like, and like, I don't know. And it's just like, there's obviously like a sort of like stain against him. Mm. I, I, I don't really know why he. I don't see any it. of these people being like being together though, because yeah, they right. all know who the fuck each other right. are, which is why I don't get it. Like, you already, so if you wanted to speak to someone wouldn't you just fucking make moves on a real yeah it's like not like strangers are coming together these people have been at, they all like they, when they come in the, the the bombshells come in they're always like hey how are you they're not yeah. like hi my name is blah blah yeah, blah they're yeah, like yeah. oh my god you're here yeah. like they all have met each other at events and stuff slash half of them have dm'd each other slash one of them georgia and toby like toby chloe's ex and georgia Steele, mm. they've been had had a whole like situation ship and they've just rekindled it now on the show. Like, this is my... And I've written a whole... Why are they giving them so many right. opportunities? I've written a whole, like, um, what's it, Substack, which is on my Twitter, if you want to read it in more detail, um, about my issues with it, this current season of Love Island All-Stars. My main number one issue is that this this is not a show that needs an All-Star spin-off. This is... Uh, like, uh, there's a lot of spin-offs for other shows like Drag Race, but these queens, like, come back and have invested time and money into their skill and it gives them another platform to showcase something that they've, like, improved on. The, the, Sorry, we, we, <laughs> we don't need to invite these people back for a second time. My second issue is that... Uh, what you said, the, they all know each other. They don't care. They, they missed a trick doing it in a love island format in my honest opinion because a lot of people will say no to this because it's cringe to go back and do the exact same thing again it looks very desperate in my opinion um i'm not saying the, all these people are desperate but it, it, it does give a a, a a stench of desperation to mm. go back on the exact same show mm -hmm. like a year later mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like if they were to do it in a big brother style format or like a more game showy one where it's not about love then you could have people come back who were in relationships or people who um, maybe didn't want to come back because it was cringe to go back and do the same thing. But if it was a bit different, they, I, I just think they fumbled it really badly doing the exact same format as every other season. Mm, that makes sense. I, I, I don't... Is it exactly like exactly the same? Yeah, it's exact oh. normal Love Island. And I personally think that doing this season with the names that they've got, again, no offense to the names, like obviously you'll go chase the bag and whatever. Um, 
I just think doing a season with the names they've got has made the show look more desperate than it is. Mm-hmm. It may, it, I think it's like cheapened the show because yeah, the viewers have dwindled a little bit, but like it still gets ITV2's highest ratings or last year's did. It, Ella Thomas is still like, she's got a million followers and a huge pretty little thing. Like it's still a very big cultural show here in the UK, probably the most talked about reality show every year. So doing this and doing like a series of people where it's like, like, I don't know, it just screams like we're about to be cancelled. I'm just looking at the, um, like the couples right now. Um, Yeah, it just is not like looking like Mitch and Kaz. (laughs) What? It's not making sense. And that Lewis guy. Oh yeah, about the baby baby, mums. Yeah, so he has two baby mums and he went on the show and apparently, well, his first baby mum was Carly from Love Island from season one. And then the second baby mum, apparently he has no involvement in the second child's, or I don't know about the first child's, but I I know for certain he has no involvement in his second child's life. Mm -hmm. And allegedly he left his third girlfriend or I don't know third, but his current girlfriend to go on Love Island. There is and, always one. But apparently, he said to her, "Treat it like a movie." <laughs> that is the most light skin thing I've ever heard. In my life. And I'll be back, like, and like nothing that happened. Um, people were like, "Why would Love Island cast her on the show?" Like, like okay, obviously there is a lot morally wrong with not being in your child's life, like. Mm. I, I, I agree that if this it's is all fucking illegal tr- right I agree if this is all true he's a terrible shitty person but like th- people are like how did ITV not pick up on this what <laughs> <laughs> what what is up with people they're not normal You're being not normal. a bum baby daddy <laughs> is not illegal <laughs> like it's bad it's terrible but like fuck like man's not gonna get arrested <laughs> not like it's not coming out on the CRB check <laughs> bad baby daddy <laughs> Like he could still go on reality television. I can just imagine the person that was behind that screen typing yeah. that. Honestly, that is hilarious. Um, but God, I feel bad for the baby mum because yeah. and she she's made a lot of TikToks about like how it's fuck. I've actually and I'm watching the new Geordie Shaw. Oh, um, it's a new one. Yeah, it's like a family reunion. It's a fucking mess. So that's a whole different oh, topic. Like, um, there's like arguments, but like like Charlotte Crosby's boyfriend is making or fiance maybe now is making digs at Marnie's child, three year old child, being what? like, Ugh, he's a fucking nightmare. Like he needs to clean up. I'm like, why are three year olds on reality television being d- digged? This is like like not fucking normal. Anyway, that's a whole different situation. But I can't even remember what I was going to say now. But yeah, Love Island's back. I, I I don't even know. I don't. I I think that this is going to speed up the cancellation to Love Island rather than if this never happened because mm. it's cheap in the brand. It makes it look desperate, and I don't think that the people that they've pulled are going to create good television, especially because they didn't pick Zara from Winter Love Island. And God bless Which one's Zara. She was the one who's like, I'm sitting on a bad boy piece of information. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you watched that season. Wait, no, that that was Lani that said that. No, but she said it in the villa and everyone was like, I can't believe Lani Goods made it into the Love Island villa. Um I don't think you watched that season though. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't. Um, but she was like a really big name and everybody was like, we need her back and stuff. Um, is that, is she, was she on the Winter Love Island? Yeah, say? season nine. And she got asked, but eventually they didn't pick her. And I think that that, like, that was obviously a mistake. Oh, that's a mixed race girl, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've clearly gone for people on the more like notability and recognisable level rather than the entertainment level. And I'm like, right, that's like one thing to pull on viewers. But at mm. the same time, the people who like have the smaller platform are obviously going to be more desperate to create better television to make an impact. So you're sacrificing a show. On a show which is completely based on these people's personalities, why are we sacrificing the entertainment for like fucking like 
I don't know, Chris Taylor. Yeah. Um, is he doing I, the salmon into the pool? So he's already been doing that. I'm oh, sorry, those type, yeah, the, those type of. Don't get me wrong. He seems like an absolutely lovely man. I'm sure he has a heart of gold. But that personality just makes me like <laughs> so mean. But I don't know, like that whole like like salmon in the pool, and like he's like. Oh, I don't know how to describe it. That sense of humor, like mm. in, it's, it, I describe it as Instagram real humor. Mm, yeah, yes, I <laughs> know exactly Sam what you mean. Thompson. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Um, and there's another reality show going on right now, which a little show called The Traitors, um, which it's is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, isn't it's it? completely shitting on Love Island. It's got it's getting. I think it's up to like five million viewers now. Really? And Love Island's first episode. Can you ex- give us a breakdown? Well, The Traitors. It's basically just murder in the dark. Like three. It's a. It's a car of 20 people I think 20 three people are chosen um, in secret to be the killers and every night they kill one of the people who who are faithful so not a traitor um, and then throughout the day they have to try and guess who the traitor is and then they vote someone else at the end of the day who they think is the traitor and they beef on there as well don't yeah, they yeah like, you get really involved in it um, this season isn't as good as season one mm. and I think the main issue for why it's not as good as the casting I think they've casted it really, really badly because they've casted a lot of people who fit the same role. Mm. Whereas in the previous season, I felt like every single person in the cast was very individual and distinct. And this season, I feel like a lot of people sort of like group group into that same sort of stereotype on reality TV. So it's like, like it's a bit. um, However, I will say the US version of The Traitors is Bucket, it blows ours out the water. Really? Because the US version of The Traitors <laughs> is purely people who've been on reality television before. And they have some of like the greatest names in um, US reality TV. They have Ekin Sue as well and John Burko. Ber- Ber- I can't remember, remember his surname. The guy um, from Parliament who, who, would, like, who was like, Order! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They have him yeah. on there. What the so fuck? So him and Ekin are like the only UK people on there but they have like some of like the biggest names in American reality television like Sandra and Pavarotti I think her name are mm. is um, are like Survivor contestants who are like some of the best people to ever play Survivor mm. Dan Giesling and Janelle are some of the best people to play Big Brother um, they have some of iconic housewives like Sheree <gasps> talking about housewives did you see that clip from like the first dates of um, Real Housewives of Cheshire uh, yeah like, oh, come on you know who I am um, and he's like no that like, show gets like 20k viewers <laughs> Sorry, oh, um, and it's and it, it, these people know what they they know what they're giving because they're reality TV greats, mm-hmm. it, and it just it, it the show works a lot better, I think, um, when it's people who have done reality television before because they know what they need to give. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think that would work in the UK because our for some reason the UK hates like competitiveness, especially on TV. Like on Love Island, people are always called out for being a game player and Big Brother. Like, yeah, that's the whole point of what makes things fun. They're just like they, right. they take the fun out of fucking everything here. <laughs> They're fun suckers. Because <clears throat> as you said, like, actually no, that sounds bad. If what? I no, because I was gonna say like, obviously, with a lot of the thing when like Love Island is going and there's like messy stuff on the outside, like people are always like, how can this like and shit happen and da 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 da. But like everything is at the end of the day like as to entertainment of like, yeah. do you know what I mean? All the bad stuff. Um. But for some reason, yeah, as it was like some reason in the UK, like competitiveness is not a trait that we admire. We we admire being humble and loyal and no, like I don't I don't mind not winning, da 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 da. Whereas in America, these people 
know that like the best way is is to be like I want to fucking win and I'll step on anyone's neck to, mm. to get there whereas if you say that in the UK you'll turn into fucking like hate figure number one <laughs> um, <clears throat> so like if we were to do a fucking uh, traitors with US people we'd get like Joey Essex and like I wouldn't mind watching Joey Essex on TV though <laughs> we'd get like Joey I can't even think of uh, and like Chris and Kevin it would just be the most boring show ever because it would just be like people j- trying to like be funny and shit. You need the sassiness. Yeah, which Americans do very well. Mm. Um, so yeah, Love and All Stars, Traitors are on. I'm going to try and watch both, but there's a lot of television on at the moment and it's hard to keep up. Anyway, we'll be taking a quick break right here, but we'll be right back after this to discuss Little Nas's brand new music video and Jada Wade's recent trip to London. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so the UK's apparently favorite American influencer, Jada Wadar, made a couple appearances around London um, this week. Um, and people were mad about it. People were mad, I feel. Um, yeah. Well, let's do a ha- timeline. Yeah, let's do a timeline. Because I feel like the the press attention that her first thing got spiralled into like what th- happened following up. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if, if nobody was talking about that club night, she probably would have just come on holiday and gone home. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was the club night that got everyone talking, which transpired into like the whole mess that we'll get mm-hmm. onto. And the Chanel bag one and stuff like that. But anyways... Um, so she came to London. Yeah, she came to... Well, yeah, what is the timeline, really? I think she came to London. I don't know about the Chanel bag, but as far as I'm aware, she came to London and she did a club night at Proud Cabaret, mm-hmm. which Catherine and Ella Thomas from Love Island were. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why they were there. I mean, they just went for a club night. That's obviously why they were there. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know how they were... Because obviously Jada Wader has no idea who they are. I've checked that she didn't follow them, but for some reason they were at her table. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. Anyways. I guess it's just like the promoters and yeah, stuff. Right. Yeah, right. Because um, she probably was just like, fill my table up with some bad bitches or something. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. Um, anyway, so she did a club night at Proud Cabaret. And obviously in the UK, we don't really do... In America, the culture of club night, especially those big clubs in like Miami, Atlanta... Um, they're like they will they'll have rappers or mm-hmm. reality TV stars doing like a night mm-hmm. hosting a night but kind of which is basically just them sat at the table mm-hmm. but it's like I know I know rappers do it a lot and the the girls from baddies do it a lot mm-hmm. and she does it a lot yeah as well. and that's not really a thing here in the UK mm-hmm. and that's why she did it at Proud Cabaret because none of the Mayfair clubs were like like interested oh, yeah. so she did an, shame that L. yeah so she hosted a night at Proud Cabaret and like it was turned out like there were so many people mm-hmm. there it was crazy um and basically people were like why is everyone t- turning up to like a meet and greet with an uh, like with an IG influencer mm-hmm. that's how it all started because mm-hmm. and then people started talking on like Instagram Twitter and TikTok mm-hmm. being like the UKs don't have celeb culture like we don't worship celebs like this I did see one girl's TikTok which I was like this is so fucking true and she was like I don't think it's that the UK doesn't have fan culture. It's that it's specifically London. Everybody's like, it's London. We're all fucking equal. Like, for example, like if you was, if you if you saw like a like if you saw say like Central Sea, um, 
you'd like find it funny and take the piss mm. rather than be like, oh my God, it's Central C because you just automatically view your, him as equal to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. there's something about London where it's just like, oh shit, like yeah. you, you ain't that big. Unless it's like fucking like Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. But like most like people, you're just like, oh, yeah, you're, you're the same level as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and people, I just find Londoners are just like, we have this thing where we're just too stuck in our ways and too stushed to yeah. like ever be called a beg. Like being a beg in London, I feel like is like the worst trait to have. So if people see people, quotations, begging it with like influences or whatever, um, or like fangirling, then they just find it cringe. And people hate like the fact that influences are like love so much, I find here. Yeah. Um, which I don't see an issue with. Yeah. I mean, like, and the thing is, is I find it bad as well because she is a businesswoman at the end of the day and people always, like, li- like whittle it down to, like, like, who is she anyway? Like, you can't just be, like, have all this money for no fucking reason. And her she her baby dad is little little baby, but she already had her businesses before that. If that's helped, who fucking knows? But, yeah, like, people love her for a fucking reason. Also, like, oh, okay, no, that's not quite the exact... But, like, what's the difference between, like, that and Colleen Rooney? Like... Do you know what I mean? Or, like, I was I was going to say Victoria, but obviously that's different. She was in the Spice Girls. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there, there, there's people who have become famous in the UK for being someone's... Wife. Yeah. yeah um, which is completely normal and it's completely fine. Um, but, yeah, I find it, like, especially, like, younger... It's like, I feel like it's definitely in the black culture for like people to like not like the, the begging and stuff like that. But like, it's like tearing someone down for like their craft at the end of the day. And that's what they do. It's their job. You yeah. Know? So can't fucking. And if people. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's cool. And I think she's so hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've Has she rebranded? Because I've always known her as Jada Wader, but now she's Jada Cheeves on everything. I'm assuming. No, that... Jada Cheeves. Like, that's her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she's, yeah, but, she's, but she, she's no longer calling herself. Like, in all the interviews, it's like Jada Cheeves, not Jada oh, really? Wader. Yeah, like, like in all the YouTube oh. titles. Um, anyway, uh, so she did the club night and it got everyone talking, which then spiraled into, oh, Jada Wader's in London. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So then she started being pulled out in all the press stops. So she did, like, Kiss. With, uh, she did the ZZ Mills podcast mm-hmm. and all the stuff. I haven't listened to a single thing, by the way. I've just seen, like, clips. Yeah, I've just seen stuff. Um, and then, apparently, she was supposed to do a BBC interview. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? assuming it's a BBC One Extra. She was no, just going to go on and, like, chat been... for, like, 20 minutes. Imagine like... her on BBC News, 6pm. <laughs> That's the way that the screenshot read. She was like, are you ready for BBC? <laughs> and I was like, what? What's happening to BBC? Um, and... But basically, it was like this. It was this PR woman, right? And she, base. I didn't really understand because the way that she wrote it all out was so fucking erratic, and it yeah. was like very, just like impulsive, like writing no punctuation. So I didn't really understand. But apparently, she like got Jada in with like going with to the radio. Yeah. So all those interviews that we just named, this PR girl. So I think what happened was this PR girl messaged her being like, Hey, I'm in London. I work in PR. Um, I could set you up with some in- like press interviews if you're interested. And Jada said yes. And she set up an interview with Henry and ZZ Mills and this BBC thing. I think that's what like it was. Um, but I don't think she was quite as professional. Yeah. She then basically, she just started like baiting her, like all like, baiting her out after on um, Instagram and like talking like shit about her. Like I was, I was sifting through those comments like yesterday and she was like calling her a whore oh my. and like shit like that um but yeah it was really really strange like the woman is not 
And it's now come out that um, she like wouldn't leave Jada alone yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. would so like she... follow her to the club. And, 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 and Jada's been like, listen, like you've done my PR, but like, I, I, like, I, like you, you don't get it. Like you're my employee. Like you don't come to the club with me. It's just giving like, it's just giving, you know, those like weird fan people, not, like not that I've had this experience, but you know, there's just like strange people that message you and then you message them back and then they just will not leave yeah. you the fuck alone. And it's creepy and it's weird and you need to never do that. Yeah. Like, please. There's someone like, I have, it, it's like a sense of not having any pride though, because if I, Someone me- if if someone airs me, then I'm um, that's it done. Yeah, sort of thing. Like yeah, I yeah, just yeah. take you just take it as that like message fucking received. But anyways, yeah, she was just um acting real crazy online and not letting her like just live basically. And I feel like she's apparently like ruined her whole like London experience. That's what like oh yeah, says. that's what she- <laughs> <laughs> but the but I think the, the thing that I so she was being like um you've ruined like my small boutique and I'm like. But no one would have like you could have just left it. Yeah. At, 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 you could have just taken the press opportunity from saying, "Look, I sorted out this Jada interview for Kiss and ZZ Mills. I could do this for other people and just run with what you mm. got because you're kind of lucky you even pulled that on your um, pr- what's a word PR? I don't know what yeah. the correct word is, but your PR page has 200 followers. Like mm. you're lucky you pulled that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just no take facts. that promo and move I know. on. <laughs> and she's just completely like tarnished herself. Right. It was. It's so. It's really strange. Um. If you do want to look at her, it's SRJ music, by the way. <laughs> but you said um, that she deleted everything now. Yeah, she like deleted everything off of her store, uh, her like page and everything. Like she was posting on her main feed, yeah. like and making like video, like videos, like fucking. It was just. Really, but Jade really is now Jada commented on the Shade Virus post yeah, about yeah, yeah. it, being like, like I fucking, and everyone's like, we've now just scared her off. Yeah, because like, she's gonna. Yeah, because be- <laughs> imagine like you come, people are cussing the fact that you. She had to make a video also saying like, why is everyone being a fucking hate? Oh no, yeah, maybe it's like. Absolutely. Just and such like being a like a hater, like I do what I do, like and people like me, like that's that. And now you've got this fucking crazy PR person that wouldn't leave her alone, and Jada's had to pay her like free un- free free grand to like pay her off to fucking leave her alone. Um, so is Jada gonna come back to London? I fucking doubt it because yeah. I wouldn't if I was her. That's what I'm saying. Like London's just full of haters. Like they don't let people like live and yeah. like be happy. Um, the messiest part I just remembered, or the messiest part that I, what, what I personally thought was the messiest part, which I was living for, was that she was also screenshotting emails which included fees in, and like the fees for mm. Jada. And first of all, so I didn't see those. So, uh, so she got offered originally. So, so well, the main one that I saw was after the night at Prague Cabaret. Libertine offered asked her to host the club night on Sunday mm. on the Sunday um, and offered her 5k which she turned down obviously yeah. and then the, the the PR girl was like no this is like really good money like celebrities just go to chill at this club anyway for free like you're lucky that like like this is crazy that you're even getting offered this and Jada was like no, no. <laughs> this is what she does like she she's coming to London and basically setting that up but now I know bare people are going to start doing that now like these yeah. um, the club nights like she's low-key the blueprint and because um, usually like so <clears throat> I oh no tape does it sometimes actually to be fair but the oh, tape yeah, do like more like performers yeah, like, right, they like come out and sing some songs and stuff mm-hmm God, I haven't been. Should oh. I do one? <laughs> Should we do one? Pop off now your tape. <laughs> oh, the box. <laughs> the box. Um, the Coachella lineup's out and it's mid, I would say. The headliners are Doja Cat, Lana Del Rey and Tyler, the creator. 
Um, I'm assuming you're very excited about Doja. That's quite a you lineup, actually. Yeah, I guess so. It is. Um, I I actually don't really mind the lineup. I don't. But as you said, it is like I've I, no one's like popping out at me. I feel mm. like there used to be like I guess Doja Cat for me is quite like of a legend. But like there's like you know like the Kanye West like even yeah. like, you know like with Wireless, it just doesn't like. I don't go to Wireless anymore, but it just doesn't hit. Like, back in the day, you used to get the Drake, Kanye West, like, Jay-Z, like, all that legendary people. But, like, now, maybe these are the legends for the young people, but yeah. I don't know, like... I think what my issue... Not issue with it, because I don't... I'm probably not going to be there, so it's not my fucking beef. To have, <laughs> I don't really fucking care who the lineup is. But what, what, like, screams out to me is the fact that... And I know Tyler, the creator, and Lana Del Rey specifically. Well, Doja Cat's been around since, like, 2014. And Tyler and Lana have been around for, like, a decade. I do know that, but... They're only Lana and Tyler specifically are only just coming to their sort of like icon, like being in the industry mm-hmm. long enough to be like a titan. I wouldn't quite say that at, at that yet. Mm-hmm. Whereas usually they would have, you know, a Beyonce or as you said, a Kanye or a Drake or like someone who's been like, a, a, like someone who can drop something and it goes to number one with no promotion. Right. But the thing is with Lana, like, I don't get me wrong, I love Lana Del Rey's music, but she's just one of those people where it's just so, I just feel so indifferent about her performing <laughs> because yeah. I'm just like you're just standing there I can imagine it's not a performance I can imagine at like something like Coachella or that one that she did in Hyde Park where like Mm. the sun was setting and the music it would be really really nice but like any other like if she was performing at the O2 I wouldn't be jumping at it yeah like like, there's no vibes there but I could actually imagine it would be quite nice at Coachella like yeah I guess in the outdoor and like the the scenic yeah that would be pretty cool it's uh, very Iggy Azalea should be there to be fair why? Don't know, just desert vibes, isn't it? <laughs> um, some of the other artists, there was Ice Spice. Um, we've got some UK representation, Flo and Ray were going. We've got Peggy Goo. Mm. We've got Tyler's there. We've got another. Um, I was just talking about them. They're actually really sick. Uh, I went to like their first, they're like house DJs, but I went to their first festival in Amsterdam. The f- what are people from Amsterdam called? It's no Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. They're like Dutch and yeah, they're really cool because they like very into art. So like they do like installations and stuff like that. So their set would be pretty sick. But yeah. it's like a very like, like, it's just very like a bit of everything. Like yeah. a bit of Peggy Goo. You've got the house. No, um, you know, Afrobeats or anything representation there. But I think I would be gutted if this was like my year to go. Because I, I would just love to go on like you know how people constantly talk about Beyonce's Coachella like mm. Beychella I would just want to go on one of those years yeah. where it was like an artist where it was like and Dua Lipa turned it down she did was, she? yeah she was asked I think it was because of scheduling but I think um. she was asked to headline and she said no which mm. gives me not hope because I'm not going to that either but gives me suspicion oh, that she will headline Glastonbury oh oh yeah because what because it's all women as well isn't it so so that she, I listened to a podcast with Emily Evers, who's the head of Glast- Glastonbury, Glastonbury, and she said that she has one female locked in because um, she says that sometimes th- there's never like a day that the Glastonbury lineup comes out because it constantly changes, like mm. up until like the day of release. Okay, um, because people like 
because it's such an honor to do Glastonbury people will be like I want I'm trying to make this work so bad so sometimes mm-hmm. they'll hold out and I listened to this podcast in October and she said that she had one female confirmed and she was just like days away from confirming a second female headliner who is an extremely big American artist mm. so who do you think it is so a lot of people thought Taylor Swift but Taylor uh. Swift is on tour in Ireland mm. on the days of Glastonbury which kind of basically rules her out mm. um, so it leads me to believe that it will be I thought Madonna. Yeah, because we thought, because didn't we think someone like old school? Yeah. So I thought Madonna, but I now think Rihanna. Mm. because I, I, I allegedly Rihanna was supposed to headline last year but pulled out because she got pregnant mm-hmm. and word on the grapevine is she's doing a greatest hits tour this year if she's performing if, if, if Rihanna does Glastonbury I will come Either. high in hell water find a way to yeah. fucking get that I don't care if I have to buy a fake identity and a fake ticket <laughs> and climb over a wall I will be at Glastonbury if Rihanna is performing I don't care if I have to pay like my fucking house deposit on a ticket mm-hmm. because I this will I that do, will be I, I, and I believe in like my full heart as a humongous Rihanna fan this will be her last if she, if she tours this year and does the festival circuit and all that stuff this will be her last year of that and mm-hmm. she won't perform again unless it's like a <clears throat> like maybe like a Las Vegas residency in like 10 years but in terms of like seeing her like at like a festival like this I don't think we'll see it again if she does it this year mm-hmm. so yeah I'm excited for the Glastonbury lineup though, but yeah, I'm not I'm, even going. But I'm just so intrigued. Like I find, like I find that more interesting than the Coachella one. Will you not go? Um, I would love to, but it's extremely hard to get tickets. And did like, you go last? No, it was year co- before. Oh. And then last year, someone called me on the Saturday morning, being like, "Can you come?" And I'm just like, "No." <laughs> what? That is crazy. That I said no. Yeah. No, but it was Saturday, so I would get there at like early Saturday afternoon, mm. and then probably leave on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, and like a, a lot of people that I know were leaving on Sunday afternoon. Oh, so I would have like only it would have been like a Fuck, one, I would have wrote that. Out. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I should have. But oh well, this year, this year I'm gonna be there. Uh, well, maybe, maybe you just said that you were. So, Little Nas X has a new music video um, and a new track called Jay Christ. He portrays Noah from Noah's Ark and goes to heaven and hell. And he rejects Jesus. And everyone has something to say, of course, because he's literally taken the piss out of Christianity. So, if you are a Christian, you would be upset about it, I assume. Um, and yeah, I haven't actually listened to the song, and nor have I watched the music video. I, watched, <laughs> got, I got through about 30 seconds of it. Um, <laughs> But I can just, as you, you said, can you, imagine. yeah, I can imagine. I've seen the, vi- I've seen the pictures and stuff like that, and I definitely understand why people are upset about it because it's religion at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, Christianity definitely is the one that's always at the butt of like everything. Like, if you were to do that about Islam, like, oh hell no. You see, this is where I have a differing opinion. Really, but this is because I don't know. Maybe it's because I know I'm a big little Nas fan. Um, are you? Uh, not necessarily so much about his music but I really really like his creative vision Mm. um, and what he stands for and the fact he's so loudly unapologetically gay and is still like being able to have such mainstream success Mm. I feel like we don't have many gay well any actually maybe other than Little Nas X pop stars uh, to his level and extreme Mm. and black as well yeah Um, so I always like a lot of people were being like we're bored of this like because obviously his previous single uh, or his previous lead single was Montero Call Me By Your Name which was the whole do you remember the devil going down the strip pole mm-hmm. and, and everybody was like we're bored of this like move on to the next thing but and I, I'm not just saying it's Little Nas X I, I also think a lot of the time 
it's women specifically in pop as well are constantly expected to change up their sound or even female rappers get it all the time Megan constantly gets being like every song sounds the same you need to change up your flow like this and that and in terms of like creative like not creative sorry the visuals and imagery of like albums and stuff people are always called out specifically women and now obviously gay men to like an extremely high standard I'm just like how many fucking male rappers drop the same sounding album and it still goes to number one how many like Lewis Capaldi's and Ed Sheeran do people fucking eat up and everything every song sounds the exact same but when it comes to like women and people like Little Nas X everyone's like this is boring change it up it's like first of all if you find it boring, don't listen. Second of all, wh- why should he change up? If he likes the sound of it, the imagery, the trolling that he does with it, like why, if he likes it, why is he having to change it up? Anyway, what I was going to say was about the Christianity part. So he has grown up in a very Christian household. His dad was a pastor, pastor, and um, he had a lot of, he had a, as, as far as I'm aware allegedly like as, as, as from the re- like from what I've read, um, he had had a, like a rough, time growing up in a christian household and being gay and he had a lot of disrespect thrown towards him so in that sense i don't think it's i i i I think if you have experienced firsthand hate i guess is i don't know what's the correct word to use here but firsthand sort of discrimination from that specific community to you i don't think like 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 I, i i i don't think what he's done is that offensive yeah, but I no, I totally agree. But I'm just saying that, like, I can see why people are offended. Because if you're Christian, yeah. you're gonna be offended. Yeah. It's like if, like, like it's like with anything. If you abide by something and you believe in something, then you'd be offended if someone's taking the piss out of it. Yeah, I do agree, but I don't agree with the, the 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 stance that everyone's going like, oh, why is it just Christianity? It's like, well, because that's what he's grown. He's yeah, grown yeah, up yeah. in that household and faced a lot of hate from mm. that. That's why it's Christianity. Mm. Like it, that's why. I guess people just don't dare. I mean, I guess I don't know why people don't do it against Islam but no I I understand why he's done it like I'm I'm not Christian I, I, I couldn't really give two shits but like um, yeah but yeah I don't know I don't really like you don't. I just don't like it's just I like know, yeah. do you know what I mean it's like I understand why people are offended but at the same time like you can do what the fuck he wants at the same time but yeah um, I guess people just don't do it to Islam because there's no like Muslim people doing it if that makes sense yeah do you know what i mean but like the, in the i also would think that like if he was to do it against any of any other religion it would be completely unacceptable because you've not experienced that community you're not a part of that mm. community you've never been a part of that community for you to then take the piss and disrespect mm-hmm. it whereas he's grown up in a christian household and experienced all like horrible things no, I had coming fe- towards him i could tell though that like i didn't even i didn't know that for a fact but i knew that the reasons why he had most likely done it was because of something like right. that like it would make sense yeah for him yeah to do that. I, people aren't just gonna go around like cussing religion for like no fucking reason <laughs> but that's why like um that's why I, at the same time I'm like people are dumb because there obviously would be a meaning behind it. It's not just people doing it for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, him doing it for no reason, sorry. But it's just, um, uh, as I, as we I said at the top of the episode, it's just people needing an extreme opinion because ten, like, like this isn't a new thing, people using Antichrist. And, like Doja Cat literally did it how long ago? The whole demon stuff, like six months ago. Yeah, and people pe- hated it. Yeah, and people, like, like people just love to have a strong opinion mm. and create, well, I'm not saying create an issue out of nothing because obviously it is <laughs> people being disrespected. But I, I think that people are giving Little Nas a harder time than people gave Doja Cat. And 
Do you think? Yeah, because I think a lot of the Doja Cat hate was actually coming towards... Maybe because like, he's gay as well, though. Yeah, I think it's more that specifically. So Because it, it's just it, her as a woman, but then like if you're like gay, it's like it's mega anti-Christ. Yeah, <gasps> so I think that's also why he's getting it on the back end a lot more than yeah. maybe Because you're going to get the Cat. homophobes as well. Or Lady Gaga did it, or Madonna did it. Like, it, it's, He's not doing anything new or revolutionary, mm. like creating visuals around anti-Christ stuff. Mm-hmm. Um is he like starting a movement? Like, is he? So this is what I don't really know what is going on because he, he he's obviously like a professional troll, mm. which is what I actually really like about him. I think it's really fun for a pop star to do that whole sort of. You don't find it fun when Doja Cat does it. Yeah, because Doja Cat was actually mean to her fans, like people who pay her bills. That's not trolling. That's just cyberbullying. No, that's just trolling. I don't think I don't. I, the line where I where Doja Cat crossed the line for me was when she started like making digs at her fans. I will never. I'll never get behind someone biting the hand that fed them. I just think it's really rude and disrespectful, and I don't think you really deserve it if you are gonna t- tell people to fuck off. Who, as you sit in a mansion that these people are paid for. Personally. I didn't get offended by it though, and I pay her bills. Oh, that's good for you. I <laughs> think, <laughs> but Little Nas does it in a way to like it's it's a very Gen Z sort of humor, internet humor kind of thing, and I think it's quite fun to play into it because like a lot, I, I think he does what a lot of people wish that they could do with their like TikTok stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's everything that's been happening. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Pop Off. If people want to find you, Isla, where can they find you? You can find me on TikTok at Isla and Instagram at Isla Lobar. And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram and TikTok at Looking for Lewis. You can also follow the Pop Off account on Instagram and TikTok at Pop Off Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on Love Island All-Stars. Do you care at all? And what did you think about Jada Wader's trip to London? Make sure you subscribe and rate the show five stars. The production team is Katie Baxter and Temi Adebayo. And we will see you next week for a brand new episode. Adios. Bye. Pop Off is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.